To Rainbow Beach, to the Switch, and everything in between. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. Have fun, you guys! Go and have fun now! Your new local. You're gonna love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo. Hello, podcast family. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo back for November 1, a brand new month. Oh, what is it? Eight weeks till Christmas. Pinching a punch Ooh. for the first day of the month. White rabbit, no returns. No returns, no receives. I never understood what the white rabbit was. Well, I don't know. It's just what everyone did. Jeez, I don't know. Jeez, I, I hated the people that would get you at school with that. Pinching yeah. a punch. I was just... But you couldn't do it after 12 p.m. I mean. Uh, what re- about punch buggies? There's no more punch oh, buggies punch on the buggies. road anymore. Really? Jeez, oh, you used many. to find any excuse to punch your mates at school, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any excuse will do. There's a dog. It's Whack. Tuesday. Punch. There's sure. a tree. Whack. Anyway. <laughs> Cows. Punch. Speaking of school, mm. I have got an issue. I'm starting to, I, I I always see the sense in the no hat, no play policy. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense. We live in Australia. Outdoors is a way of life. Starting to get the shits with it. Oh, why? Well, it's costing me money. Oh. <laughs> Are you buying new hats every time? My daughter is in year one mm. and we are on to, so she hasn't even finished two years of school yet and we're on to hat number three. Oh, jeez. That's the thing. The hat economy at schools is alive and well. Maybe you could put an Apple tag in I, it so you could track it. I thought about it. <laughs> Did I, you? It's Because it's that delicate, look, there's a whole thing. My daughter, when she lost her second hat, yeah. sorry, when she lost her first hat, apparently she was nervous to tell me because mm. I am the, the strict parent. She, but then I went with her to find her hat, which we found. So we didn't have oh, to buy a new that's one. that's good. And we found her hat. It was in lost property. And then when she lost it properly the second time, we had to buy a new hat. I said to her, because, you know, she gets tooth fairy money and all the rest of it. And I wanted to try and teach her the value of, you know, looking yeah, after your things. That's nice. And I Don't just tell said, me you took it out of the no, tooth no, fairy I money. No, no, I said to her, I said to her, hey, I'll buy this one. If you lose the next hat you lose... You're paying for mm. right twenty two bucks a hat. Oh, and anyway, and then I didn't think this would be an issue for a, a, at least a year. Yeah, I bought that new hat two months ago. Right, so she's mm-hmm. lost. She's lost this it. new hat. Oh, <gasps> and so I, that's the third. This, so third hat. Yes, we're on to the missing. third hat. And so I said to her. And so this morning there was a bit of a kerfuffle around the house. We were texting people. Has, has Queen left her hat at your hand? Anyway. Got to school today and we went and looked for it in the lost property again. <laughs> and I could see the look on her face. She's because it wasn't there. And as soon as we found it wasn't there, I'm like, okay, it's off to the uniform shop. And it was just the. You know what's gross though about the lost property? I always remember you shouldn't share hats because people had nits. Yeah. Mm. Ew. Yeah. Yuck. So I would have just grabbed another person's hat. Well, and, and this is the thing. This yeah, is like when I was at boarding nits. school. When I was at boarding school, we had the socks, and you, you had your name tag on the sock. You never yeah. got a matching pair. You just flogged another one, and it just all works out. <laughs> well, it goes around the wash. And so this, and because this, they have the houses at her school where everyone there's blue house and oh, green yep. house and whatever. And there was a she's in the red house, and there was a hat that had the red color underneath. And I was like, mm, I could just take that yeah. and write Quinn on the top. Anyway, I said off to the off to the um, uniform shop and she looked up and said, I know I'm supposed to take care of it. I could see how heartbroken she was. But I got down there and I had 22 bucks and I was thinking, 
sorry, Quinn, Dad's riding your Dad's riding your tooth fairy money when yeah. he gets home. I, 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 and this is the thing. I'm like, now that I have to pull the trigger on this threat that I made, the part of me is going, I, I can't do this to a seven year old. What about if your money? I just want to throw this scenario out, and and look, I agree with your parenting to some respect. Mm. But what happens if there's a common thief amongst her classmates, and that it actually isn't Quinn's fault? There's a klepto there. Uh, t- tell you what, Dubbo, one more hat goes missing. I will have these kids lined up against the wall, <laughs> usual suspect style, <laughs> pointing fingers and asking questions. And I don't care if the school doesn't condone it; I'll be doing it. Uh, this is this cannot go on. I cannot. I cannot. If I if I end up spending in the first two years of my daughter's schooling, if I end up spending over a hundred dollars on hats, yeah. She might be getting homeschooled. Well, get some air tags. Stitch them in to the to the seam. Stitch them in. Unbelievable. Can you imagine sending your kid to school with an air tag? Yes, I would. Absolutely. Oh, that kid is a target for bullying. You stitch it in the hat. Nice air tag. No, Jones. No, Jones. If you unpick it, you put anyway. it in and you sew it in. Anyway, Queen, look after your shit. I'm the only thing that get me more excited than Triple M's Oztober Garage Session and Sir Paul McCartney is digital licenses. Oh, I knew. I saw this story <laughs> this morning. The first person I thought of was you, Liam, because you crack a wobbly every time yeah. that it's like, oh, <laughs> I, oh, I don't want to carry my license. New South Wales I don't have had them for so long. <laughs> I have been like, living oh, in the great state of Queensland for a little under two years now, and I love it. We'll never leave. Yeah. This is home. Mm. But the one sticking point I have had with this joint <laughs> is the amount of times I have been, whether I'm, I'm registering something or going to a pub or whatever, and someone said, can I see your license? I, I haven't had to carry a license for a decade. Okay. I'm going to put a caveat. The one thing that could top all of this digital licensing is when paid parking, you can pay with your phone. Then you'll be a happy camper. So Because the, you, I, you, you need a card for that. I just yeah. hate carrying cards. And from today, all Queenslanders will be able to access their driver's license on their mobile phone. 6,300 people have already downloaded their digital license and it. crashed well, one the of website. 6,301, Dobbo. You yep, got yep. your digital license? Yeah, I got it. I just did it about half an hour ago, and yep. it was um, it was a painful, painful experience. And to be honest with you, there's a couple of things that come to mind out of this. Firstly, I don't understand why we needed it on a digital license when everything is like, what? why? What? what what's the point? Ah, oh, so you don't have to carry a wallet. What was wrong with carrying a wallet? They were great. What was wrong with having a wallet? You know, I don't understand that. Or carrying it in your handbag. I don't get why it has to be digital. I, I don't understand that. But the people I really feel sorry for is the seventeen-year-olds who are finishing year twelve, about to go to schoolies <laughs> at the moment, and had a real shot at fake ID. Um, and we've all been there. Yeah. Believe you me, I used to go to the Paragon Hotel in Sydney out of boarding school. And I had a Charles Sturt University university card, and it worked wonders till someone cottoned on um, that Charles Sturt University didn't actually have a student card as such. And then it went down in flames. Well, the but, good I mean, thing about Queensland licences were they used to be laminated. I remember when I first got my Queensland licence, we didn't have P plates or anything. Yeah. All it was was a piece of like just a cardboard bit that was a pure laminate. You could have made them at home. <laughs> 
Well, people did. They did. They had so <laughs> many fake licenses. And I think when you went out into the valley or you went down to Cavill Avenue or mm. whatever, fake licenses, fake IDs everywhere. I wonder, you, the timing of this, Dobber, you bring up schoolies, it is very significant because the Queensland Schoolies Week is, is like two, two and a half weeks away. So there is a little bit of like the, those 17-year-olds have yeah. had the opportunity to sneak in. Look, we don't encourage underage drinking. No. Oh, no. but, I mean, but uh, under the... The the fake ID market mm. has taken a hit in Queensland today. <laughs> Massively. It has taken a hit. It's ruined schoolies for a lot of children. <laughs> and I'm being that genuinely. I, I, I mean, remember, I got it. This was in, I grew up in South Australia, obviously, and this was in Adelaide. I remember, I reckon I must have been 21. And I got a call from the police one day, just out of the blue, saying, um, is this is this Liam Flanning? And I said, yeah. And they said, we've got your... Um, We've got your ID down at the Victor Harbour Police Station. Now, Victor Harbour is the surface paradise um, of schoolies in Adelaide. That's where all the kids went. No, I've been, I was 21, I was three years past schoolies, and I don't know how, but it turns out a kid that I went to school with who was three years below me had got a hold of one of my old school ID cards and was using it to get into pubs during schoolies until someone, one of the security guards has gone, this looks nothing like <laughs> you. We'll be taking that. I how long that. they got away with it for. Obviously for a couple of nights. But, yeah, anyway, so I had to go down to the police shop and get an old ID card. But, I, I look, 13353, with this new digital license coming into play, the fake ID market is dead. <laughs> so let's, let's celebrate. Let's, uh, you know, look back on fake ID days. Were you busted with a fake ID? 13353. How how did you make it? How did you get your hands on it? And where did you get busted on it? Was it the police who picked you up? Was it security down at Cloudland? Where one two three five three? Past now, exactly. Exactly. That's in the dark ages. No judgment. No. We want to hear. We will not dob you into the police. No. We want to hear about your fake ID stories next. Rush hour with Lisa Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Triple M, give us a call. Statue of limitations mean that you know you can't be. Judged. We cannot prosecute you for and using we're not fake IDs. Dobbing you in. If you want to remain anonymous, let us know. <laughs> Greg from Wynnum. <laughs> Tell us your fake ID story. Okay, so yeah, many many years ago, uh, actually thirty six years ago, uh, I was seventeen, and there was a group of us all jumped on the train and went to the Ecker down at the old Cattleman's Bar. Yep. And we started off early yeah. and went most of the day and everything was and actually back then you could get away with just using a birth certificate. Oh, weird. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, that out. Yep. Yep. So by the mate who was eighteen, borrowed his birth certificate and <laughs> took it along with me. Showed it showed it all day, got along, got away with it for hours and hours. Yep. Just come, just coming on the dark time, and they had to change the shift. And I've only been seventeen; I was full as a boot, and <laughs> wandered up to the bar. And the security guard looked at me because I was only a little tacker back then. Yeah. And he's looked at it and looked me up and down and asked the name, and I give him the name and the date of birth and everything. And I thought, sweet, I've got away with it again. And then he turned around to me and asked what my star sign was. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's a bit that rough. was it. That was it. And I came out, I came out with something and he just looked at me and just went, 
Go home, boy. I said to him, no, I tried to argue that, and he just didn't yeah. want any part of it. He just that, went, go home. That was the yeah. silver bullet for bouncers back in the day to check your ID. They'd go, oh, yeah, what's your, what's your name? What's your date about? What's your star sign? Really? Yeah, I saw a lot I of people get sprung that. with that. But mm. so many people don't know their star signs. They're yeah. not into that. Yeah, anyway. Rob from Southport, did you get caught with a fake ID? Hey guys, no, never, never got caught with a fake ID because I was that generation, the lucky generation, where you didn't need ID. The the bouncers were from the local footy club, and, yep. <laughs> and we, we were drinking from 15, 16 years old at the local clubs and in the pubs yeah. and everything. It didn't matter back then. And they as said, Rob, come right in. Yeah, as long as you don't cause a ruckus, they used to say, as long yeah. as you don't create yeah. attention or draw attention to yourself and create a ruckus, you everything will be sweet. They were the good old yeah, days. And make sure you're right for the game tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, when you're That's playing it. for the under-17s. Yeah. <laughs> Jay from Mount Cotton, did you get busted with a fake ID? I never got busted. I uh, got away with it. How? I, it was so convincing because I, I had a government access to a government typewriter <gasps> And was able to rewrite my driver's license. Now, oh my God. now, Jay, wow. Jay we should say this is not his real name. I was get, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to say we're picking up on an accent. Yeah, here. So yeah. Thankfully, I think we can say this is not the Australian government. No, this is the Western Canadian government. Great, right, great. And and just can yeah, you give us? Yeah, but you know what? The, the great thing about what I figured out as a young man was. Bouncers weren't really good at math, so I used to just show my driver's <laughs> license anyways and just, like, all confident, like, oh, yeah, you know, I get asked all the time. And then they just look, look at the picture when they came out with a picture ID, and they just said, oh, yeah, go on in, that's you. Jay, Jay, how did you get your hands on a government typewriter to change your ID? Uh, my mother worked for the government. <laughs> right. I love this. Do you know more. the problem now? Because you have to be 21 in the US to mm. drink. If your if your birthday starts with a one nine, so mm. a 19, you're already yeah, out. Like you're, you're out. already you're already good. Uh, you're good to go. Jay, thank you. I love that you're now seeking asylum here in Australia. After <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the run. Typewriter. That shows how old you are. <laughs> Debbie from Arumba Downs. You get busted with a fake ID. Well, there used to be three of us that would use the same ID from a friend who was two years older. Oh, she was busy. Um, yeah, I know, right? One of the girl, one of the girls that used it was her sister, and they used to. Have, this was in Melbourne. We went to one of the um, nightclubs, and they used to have a sign-in form when they were concerned. And so her sister had to sign her name and forgot one of the letters oh. in her name. Um, and went, oh, no, I forgot. Can I do that again and, and have a get again? And, the, and she got to do it again, and in they go. So for two years we were doing this until we turned 18. And I was wow. the first one of the two of us to turn 18 and rocked up with my own ID, and they said, um, this isn't you. And I went, oh, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You changed yeah. your ID. Yeah. 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 Are you telling us you've been lying to us for the last uh, two years, Debbie? Yes. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to everybody that's called through. Our producer, Con, got done with a fake ID back in England, Bonnie Old England. Mm-hmm. He tried to use his older brother's ID at a pub yeah. and went up to the bartender, and the bartender refused it. And Con argued the point until the bartender turned around and said, I went to school with your brother, you idiot. Oh, my God. That'll normally do it.
Big story about to break. Back page of the paper tomorrow morning. I'm having conversations at the present moment. First right here on the rush hour. This is Dobbo's Mail. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Rugby League fans. (laughs) Today is November 1, which means the beginning of the 2024 season. So instead of January to December... Uh, the normal calendar year or July 1 till June 31st for a financial year. Rugby league starts on November 1 every single year. Does so that we mean are now, everyone's hungover today in rugby league world? I think a lot of people are woohooing. I just would say well done to Tom Flegler. You know, we talked to him last week. He was a Bronco. Today he's a Dolphin. He's officially a Dolphin. But this year is so important for so many different reasons. And the Broncos and the Dolphins... Um, we're going to look at them today, and obviously as the new year begins, we'll look at the Cowboys and the Titans. But I thought, why not do some New Year's resolutions for both sides? I like it. You know, I mean, we all, and Jones, you and I both, you know, January 1 always set the bar. Mine was to have a marriage this year. Once again, (laughs) we stay married, and so far, so good. Touch wood. Um, I mean... (laughs) I'm just trying to work at it. Now, so I want to So what, you're t- going to set some resolutions for the Bronx and the Dolphins? Yes, I do. Oh, yep. Okay. Okay. New Year's resolution for the Brisbane Broncos is to have in the next three weeks Ezra Mam and Reese Walsh signed to long-term deals at the club. They are now available to go to other clubs. They can negotiate for the 2025 season. They will get them signed. That New Year's resolution will come true in the next couple of weeks. That's so, one of so my big those, ones. So those, both those players, as of today, can entertain can and, offers from other yep. clubs. So any club could make an offer to Ezra Mam or Reese Walsh as of today. November so they're Broncos for this 2024. Definitely playing in 2024. Okay. But they are on the open market and able to field offers formally. So, so you're saying league. that they're going to get that done in the next three weeks. Are, are there any clubs out there that you know of that are going to test the Broncos' resolve on this and, and try and come in with big money deals for those two? The Dolphins will definitely try and test the, wall, the, the waters for Ezra Mam. They are chasing a running 5-8, and they will try and throw the house at Ezra okay. Mam. All right. nice. He will not be going. He will not be leaving. Reese Walsh and Ezra Mam are managed by the same manager, and both of them are committed to the Broncos. Both of them want to remain a Bronco, and they're going to stay there. So that is one of my New Year's resolutions, (laughs) and I think it's going to come right. All right, before we finish up, before the end of the year too, Lisa, so Mm -hmm. we can really keep tabs on that resolution. Uh, Mm -hmm. Another New Year's resolution would be for the Dolphins, that Herbie Farmworth becomes arguably the best centre in the game. Now... We know full well that he's he's a very good setter. I mean, he represented England and he has been um, really stoic for the Broncos. But now he is a Dolphin. Fins up. Welcome to the Dolphins <laughs> and welcome uh, to the Peninsula, uh, Herbie. But I think the measure of a player is their commitment in an off-season to a new club. Now, obviously, they could have gone overseas and Tonga taking on um, – Samoa, sorry, taking on – uh, England over in these test matches, Herbie Farmworth decided, who is a proud, proud uh, Englishman, he decided to withdraw and not go because he wanted to give full commitment to a preseason at the Dolphins. That says to me that although he's elite, he's only going to go better and better and he's committed to it. So I am predicting 
And, you know, one of my New Year's resolutions <laughs> um, is to see Herbie Farmworth become arguably the best centre in Queensland, even that, like at all b- between all four clubs. I like it. I like it. Very nice. And uh, you notice, Lisa, that uh, the Dolphins, they could not get the post up today of, oh, earlier. <laughs> of, of Herbie and Tom Flegler. Didn't they look lovely? And Jake Avarillo, all three of them. I think it went up at like quarter past five this yeah, morning. Yeah, that'd be about right. Officially Bron- uh, Dolphins. Yes, so. and they look lovely. And did look stunning in, yes. their, in their red uniforms. So. Well, well, I actually think, uh, to be honest with you, that's great marketing. They've obviously done that prior, mm. and I think it looks very good. So, look, I've got some other New Year's resolutions. Um, I'd like to say that Anthony Milford won't be a bronc- uh, uh, a Dolphin in 2025. I think that's a, an absolute lock. He mm. will not be there. He'll play one more year, and potentially he could leave before the year's out. This okay. this year is out. All right. We'll but keep it. We, some more. We yeah, might so. we might have a look. We might dip back into the uh, the rugby league New Year's resolutions tomorrow on the show and examine some of the other players that are now up for grabs, uh, like young Tommy Dearden as yes, well from the Cowboys. That would be good. One of my favourite stores has had a wee incident, and I would really, <laughs> really like to get to the bottom of it because it has upset me quite a lot. Um, BCF. BCFing fun, yes, they have an incident has occurred, and I, I'm just, I'm disappointed, I'm upset, and I would like everyone to be able to help me with this incident that has occurred. <laughs> Going into What's BCF, happened? looking for a fridge. So for the car, you know, you get the fridge freezer yes. things that you plug into the cigarette lighter, and you have a fridge for your car. Going in there, talking to the store assistant about the, the fridge and the knobs that are on the on the fridge freezer that, mm. that people do steal them. But the, the big incident that has occurred that disappointed me the most is that BCF were required to throw out a full tent that was on display and four blow-up mattresses that were in the tent because someone urinated in them. What do you mean? So in was, the store? In the store. There was we on the mattresses and had destroyed the whole tent. So they could not sell the tent because someone had just decided to leave themselves in the <laughs> in the tent. Well, Yes. I, look, I don't know what the bathroom situation was. There is whether... a saying, though, Jones, when mm. you've got to go, you've got to go. But, I mean, not in BCF. But I like, mean, that's almost sacrilegious. And also there's trees outside. If you really True. need to do a wee-wee, you could just do a, on the tree tree out the front, so, not the tent. Did you – now, did you witness – I did not witness the incident. I do not know what occurred. I just know that the store assistant told me that this that they had to throw it out. So because, a store assistant at BCF has yeah. told you they've had to throw out a full display tent. And four mattresses. Four mattresses mm. because Some, of a urination issue. <laughs> yes. Now, we don't know if it's an adult. And we don't know if it's a child or we don't know any of the circumstances that surrounds this, but I would like to get to the bottom of it because I think that's very disappointing behaviour. And I'm very disappointed on the behalf of BCF that now have to throw out stock, which costs the money. Can we, I mean... I'd happily take that. If, if somebody, like, I mean, on a blow-up mattress, if somebody oh, pissed just, on it, yeah. I'd give it a wipe down, a, you know, a disinfectant wipe, and sale. I'd give it 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's only a bit of urine. <laughs> Dobbo, urine. Seriously. Dobbo, Dobbo, you do not need to be taking urine-stained items from BCF, mate. <laughs> Mate, it doesn't stain plastic. Didn't you ever have a, didn't you, weren't you a bedwetter? You know, we've all been down that road. <laughs> no, you just have plastic sheets. <laughs> so, okay. So, well, so what, Lisa, what, how can we resolve this I'm issue for you? I'm calling on the Triple M family to help me in solving this case and to maybe speculation as to what occurred because I can't figure it out. So, d- okay. So we want to solve the mystery. Yeah. 
of how urine got into a tent. How BCF had a wee incident. Why why, why has BCF, can we name the area? It was Capera. Why BCF in Capera has had to throw out a tent and four mattresses due to a urine incident. Mm. So I guess what we're looking for is is speculation from the Triple M family as to how this could have happened. Yes. Because I've got small kids, Dobbo, like you, and I... They often need to go to the bathroom short notice, and when they need to go, they need to go. My three-year-old in particular, I need to go to the toilet. You need to find one pronto. But I would never allow him to go into a tent. Mm -mm, In the store. In a store and relieve himself there. There's a couple of things on this, um, and I think throwing it out was a gross overreaction. I wish they'd rung me, um, (laughs) and and I'm genuine. They need a mailing list for that. Has anybody ever heard of a, a possum? Like I'm serious. Oh, possum, possum, we've got we possums smell in, so we, bad. We've got possums in our roof at the moment, and I'm sure a possum could have got into beast. No, you know if it's possum. Right into a tent. That's then, speculation. This, That's good. This That's is what, what we want. Okay, but this is the thing. We can't. We can't say no to anything. True. All options are open. One triple three five three. We need <laughs> evidence. We need ideas. We need theories. We need speculation. How? Could a tent and four mattresses at BCF Capera have been possibly urinated on? Hmm. We're open to all theories. Maybe you work in a BCF. Maybe you work in a similar type of store and you can explain to us how customers Mm. sometimes relieve themselves in your store. I'm sure Kmart has some things. Maybe Bunnings. Maybe you found someone in the garden section of Bunnings. Or Ikea. One triple three five three. We're open to all theories on resolving the mystery... The wee incident. The wee incident in the BCF Capera. One triple three five three. We'll take your calls next. Triple M. Tonya in Redlands. How are you? I'm good, thank you. All right, let's get the speculation. What do you think happened at the BCF uh, store? I think it was a disgruntled staff member. <gasps> Why? What do you think happened? Oh, I just think you know things went down not their way, and they thought, righto. Oh. It'll make things hard. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense not. to me. Yep. I Look. just don't think BCF staff members would be like that. Tonya, I think the ones that I've come across are wonderful. Tonya, so thank you for the theory. Know. At this stage of the investigation, we are taking all theories, but Jones, I'm with you. I don't yeah. think. My it's investigator a hat, I'm going to uh. say no to that one. Dave and Narang, have you got any insight into our BCF incident? I think I know what happened. Yes, please tell us. We're looking after a French bulldog. Oh, dear. Yes. He's on my bed and peed on my lounge. <gasps> what? Yep. Oh, dog, weed on your bed and your lounge. So are you oh, suggesting, Dave, graceful. that this was not a person but a canine? Mm. So um, when you go to Bunnings, there's dogs everywhere. Are they already BCF? Yes. Right, Dave. That you is are a... so right. And then, are you going to blame a dog for going in there? Like, that's a safe, secure spot. Like, he's yeah. doing the right thing. He's doing it away from the... Like, I, I no, agree with not. that. He's busy. <laughs> he's not doing the right thing. You, I don't, I, If your dog isn't capable of telling you I need to go to the toilet, you shouldn't take it inside shops. No. Yeah. Anyway. All right, that's look, disappointing. Dave, good theory. Yeah, Nat from Kingscliff. What do you think happened in my BCF Wii incident? Classic, Jonesy. So I'm just taking <laughs> youngest son to acting class, and I said, how the hell... And someone pee over four mattresses. So it's either four young kids that are in there. <laughs> yep. Or you've got someone that's like 300 kilos that has a bladder the size of a bucket going, you know what, I'm just going to have a crack at the tent, four mattresses. Like, how does that happen? What so, a, well, a series what, of kids. No, but I'm being genuine here. What happens if right next to the BCF there's a tavern? And you break the seal, yeah. first seal oh, you break yeah. happens to be in BCF. I don't think you need to be 300 kilos. It can go on no. and on. 
That's a yeah, river. That's exactly, yeah, exactly. But seriously, like you think about it, you've got to go over four mattresses and then go, well, let's go up the walls of the tent while we're at it. Oh. Like, that's a lot of piss, right? Yeah. Nah, nah, just out of curiosity, how old are you, young fella? Uh, he's 11, 10, yeah. and 12. I bet he's enjoying this conversation <laughs> on the way to acting classes. Thanks for the call now. I just picture all the kids. Danella from Chermside, what do you think happened in our incident? Hey there. I think my uh, experience is going to be very, very helpful. I used Ooh. to work in Maya. Yes. Very many, many years ago. And uh, we used to work in the children's department and people would very, very frequently pick up the potties <gasps> on the top shelf and use them oh. and then they would put them back <gasps> and then yeah i yeah, am so disappointed in people that is revolting <laughs> i have i have worse for you though oh no I no so, so so sorry to tell you that in those days we used to just clean them and Put them back on the shelf for some. Oh, they're plastic though, aren't they? Well, Dobbo would have uh, taken yeah, them off yeah. your hands. Yeah, he would have had <laughs> it for free. He doesn't care. He'll clean it out. I'm not fussy at all. Well, if you need a potty, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Thank you, Dobbo. I, I, hey, I need some shortly. We're Paul, about to start toilet training very shortly. Paul oh, in Deception yeah. Bay called in. He worked at a Bunnings and had a very similar experience in the toilet oh, aisle as well. they're not connected. Uh, they're not plumbed. Ian Hanley. Ian, have you got speculation or theory? happened with this wee incident at BCF Capera? Yeah, well, I don't go to BCF very much, so I don't know if they've got crappers there. But oh. I reckon somebody's got caught short and just ducked into the nearest thing that looked like a cubicle. Had a little spray around. <laughs> 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 you mean they got disoriented and thought, I can't find a toilet, that'll do. Yeah, uh, Ian, thank you for the theory. Our producer, Con, has been working. We've got the, the staff in the background working on this investigation too, oh, and he's yeah. just spoken to BCF Capera, yeah. who have confirmed that they do not have a toilet inside the store. Okay. Which add credence to the Ian's theory, but they do have a public toilet at the end oh, of the block. See, there's no excuses. What a ru- yeah, ruining it. Tracy from Brisbane, what do you think happened in this little wee incident? I reckon an anaconda employee has come <laughs> through and seen their pricing and thought we do better. We're going to their pricing. Are you suggesting sabotage by oh, a rival no. a, a rival fishing company? <gasps> Only the better pricing store. Come on. I love it. Oh, hang on, oh, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Well, to go across four mattresses, it must have been an outcome. I'll tell you what. Uh, look, oh. Lisa, this is not done. We it's have not, not sold. We are going to pick up this investigation tomorrow. We've no got to move admitted. on, but let's pick up this investigation into the BCF Capera Wii incident. You got, you got my CSI music? Uh, you a little bit more of this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. To be continued. Sunday is the Noosa Triathlon. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. I've been watching mm. all of you train so hard. Mm. You've been training your little hearts out. It's taper week this week. You yes. should have the taper sillies. Taper on the taper down. Uh, and we, Dobbo, freshly waxed. How's the back feeling today off the back of the uh, the waxing that qualified beautician Liesl Jones handed to you yesterday? Fast. That's the only one we have to say. Fast. <laughs> Not the one that got bloody that Liam did. That was my fault. <laughs> no. Yeah, look, I mean, you talk about preparations and we've worked so hard. I came from a very low base. So can I just say that I'm not looking forward to Sunday. I just want to get it done. Mm. Well, there is another member of the Triple M family who is also going to be competing on Sunday. Not doing the whole thing, but as a part of a team, a man with a good set of quads, you'd expect him to fly on the bike. The one and only Ben Teo. Good afternoon, Benjamin. How are you guys? Yes, I, I got roped into it as well. Uh, big regret now that the race is almost here and I'm, I'm <laughs> just cramming it all in, all the training I can. 
He's doing a good job as well. Let me just tell you this now. But it, it, it like you look at Tio and and mate, you're right about his quads. He's and, and Ben to play rugby league, you were built through, the, you know, your ass, your hips, and all the way down. But it's a different sort of skill. You'd think you'd just be absolutely able to crunch. It is a hard grind. This bike riding, isn't it? It's a tough grind. Yeah, obviously I came and, and rode with you a couple of times. The first time I went all right, and I, I think I got a little bit cocky until we got out on the open road and a little bit of headwind, and I've been struggling ever since. So I'm not sure what's going on at the moment, but I'm not getting the hang of this bike. <laughs> Teo, what's your reason for uh, delayed training? Have you got any excuses that you can put out there just to uh, soften the blow of any uh, achievements that you have? <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I was overconfident about how much of an athlete I still was. You know, retiring two years ago, to be honest, I did rate myself. I thought I could ride once every two weeks. You got a good now base. Now I'm scared. Like, I've been uh, humiliated a couple of times. This morning was very embarrassing. Oh, uh, whatever. Been a lot of, petered out a lot. Ben, today, <laughs> sorry, Benny Teo, our man Dobbo hasn't been beating you in, in rides, surely. Mate, he's been destroying he, me. No, he can't be. <laughs> I haven't said anything There's to an these engine guys. Under the hood. There's an engine under the hood there. He's, he's, <laughs> it's a question. He, he's got some quads on him. It's a questionable <laughs> engine, and it's a very big hood. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so Ben, but you're up there. You're not doing the full thing. You're just doing the bite leg. No. What's this team you're a part of? Who's, who's up there? Who, who are you going to be letting down on Sunday? Just a couple of family friends. You know, our kids all play together. So a couple of lads. Uh, Joe's going to be leading off. My mate Joe, he's going to be leading off the swim. I'm the biker. And then we've got Matt finishing off the run. So, look, I am a little bit worried about letting the team down. But I'll tell you what, there's something about the sport, you know, getting in these tight clothing and riding around the streets. It's, it's starting to grow on me a little bit. Did you, did you I need a wax, every- Tio? Yeah, he, he does. He shaves himself. He's shaved down. <laughs> Tio, I've got to be honest with you about this. Tio's been doing a lot of running, guys. And the reason he's been doing running, and I, I'm like, mate, why are you running when you're doing the bike leg? Give us the real reason why you've been running, because one of your team members is doing something quite unbelievable. So that, uh, Matt, who's going to be doing uh, the running leg for us, he's actually doing the full triathlon first. And then he's going to double round at the end and do the 10K run at the end. Now, I'm a little bit worried that just in case, what if he does a calf or a quad, who's going to be the man that's going to step up? Step up and do both. Yeah, so I've been knocking out little 5Ks here and there just in case, like, my hero complex comes in. I say, don't worry, guys. I got this. I'm going to have to be able to do it. So instead of preparing properly for your your one leg in in your team event, you're underprepared for two. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Good. yeah right. He reckons if he carbs up and rests from now till Sunday, all heart's <laughs> going to get you through. Isn't that right, brother? He's just ready to roll. Yeah, Cabanara every night from now till Sunday. <laughs> uh, well, Benny, to you, all I will say to you is beware Garmin Hill. About 10 and a half yeah, k's into really? this ride, based on your training, I, I don't reckon you're going to enjoy too much, mate. It's a little None bit of a are. climb for you. So. Yeah, I definitely won't be getting up that thing in the big chain. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep an eye out for you on the side of the road on Sunday. Benny Teo, yeah. uh, we cannot wait to see you up there this weekend in Noosa as part of the triathlon. Uh, good luck with the rest of your tapering and, and the Cabanara meals. All right, see you guys. Halloween was last night, mm. so obviously kids out trick-or-treating, and we know that Dobbo's the trick-or-treat Grinch. He mm. doesn't 100%. participate, but Liam, you got yourself involved. How did it go? I uh, loved it. Loved it. Got down there for the for the tail end of it, and the kids just – my kids, my daughter in particular, has bought into Halloween – 
in a really big way. She really loves it. Uh, her little brother, Matt, gets dragged along and he just likes doing anything. So <laughs> they had a great night. But I was examining their, their haul, yeah. their, their candy baskets. I was stealing chocolate from my kids. Mm. You remember how everything when you were a kid seemed bigger? Yeah. So the, the room you grew up in or the tree you climbed, it was the biggest tree in the world. Mm-hmm. And then it, if you went past that tree now as an adult, you'd be like, ah. Oh, it's a shrub. It's a, <laughs> it's a sapling. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that big. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm an adult now. Mm-hmm. What's going on with Mars bars? Uh, what's wrong with it? What is, Mars bar, I picked up a, Mar, a fun-sized Mars bar last night. Yeah. Yep. And I opened it. And was left wondering, where is the rest of it? Where's the you fun? You know what, Liam? <laughs> Liam, I am so pleased you have brought this up because it just so happened that I stole one off the reception desk last night as we were walking out of our office. Nads, has, beautiful Nads has that bowl there for yeah. guests, so I just thought I'll have a little sneak. And when I, I, I'm like, where's the rest of the Mars bar? Where's like, it what, gone? What happened? What happened? They filled the packet. Now they look like someone's blowing their nose and they've caught it. Like, seriously. <laughs> it's gone from fun size to what's the point? I yes. think they're about two-thirds of the size. I, I showed and the you price hasn't, And the price hasn't come back, Lisa. No, it's That's gone up. I, yes. But what, I don't understand what's going on here. because Shrinkflation. Shrink, the, now, this is a thing. Yeah. This is a thing, this shrinkflation business. Look, we'll give you less product, but we'll charge you more. Yeah. Mm. It, how? Yeah. How okay. are we allowing this to happen? I tell you what happens. They hide behind we're worried about children and obesity, and that's why we're doing it. Crap. You get paid more money, and the, the product is less, and so the profits go higher. Just fill the cup. It's like you know when you go to the you know when you go to those um, dip and you get the cup at the movies. Mm. Fill the cup. You fill the cup. <laughs> you want the you buy the mini things. Fill the packet. Just it's fill like, the packet. I think the uh, McFlurries at McDonald's are probably a little bit underfilled as well. For now, $4, I think they're about half filled. I did some investigation oh, yeah? on this shrinkflation business because mm. when I learned about it, I thought, we've got to look into this. Maccas, because I was there were some suggestions that Maccas had gone small. Okay. I can confirm Maccas products, exactly the same size. Are they? It's all, uh, Maccas is purely a perception thing. Uh, Maccas burgers, everything is every, – Maccas. Maybe when you're really, really hungry, it feels smaller because yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm not full. I reckon it's just hungover people at Maccas go, oh, I wish there was more oh. of this. But, Buy two. But it's happened with <laughs> chips. Yep. It's happened with uh, condiments. It's yep. happened with preserve. It, mm. uh, there are a number of products across the board that have suddenly just gone – you can have a little bit less. You know what the problem is with my McFlurry? I'm too heavy-handed myself. So that's probably actually the recommended serving. <laughs> <laughs> not the five scoops of Milo I put in my milk. Lisa's knocking it down with three spoonfuls and going, <laughs> that's not enough. It'd be like, that's double the recommended serving size. Girl, oh slow down. I love it. The show might be about to finish, but the party is just about to get started. Triple M's Oztober Garage Session, The Princess Theatre, Living End, Diesel, Pete Murray, you and I, Lisa. <laughs> You am I or you well, and uh, I? They might you be there. I don't know, but no, you don't. and I will be you there. You and I will be there. Oh, look, it's going to be a quick turnaround. We need to be there pretty soon. Mm. We're introducing Diesel. He's going to be on at 7.30, isn't he? We've got to hustle. We've got to go We've got to hustle, Russell. Uh, and also I want to see Pete Murray. He's on first, so I need to see Pete. So we got. can we get there as quickly as well, possible? We, You're driving, aren't we can, you? We, I will You'll drive. be there in 20. <laughs> yes. No, it'll be under that. I will be very quick. well within the speed limit, but get us there as quickly Liam as Liam is efficient. He spe- doesn't speed. No. He's under the speed limit, mm. but he's very efficient. I will change lanes for half a car spot. 
You will, yeah. and also you get all the good spots of parking too. Mm-hmm. You're very, you're um, like eagle yes. eye on the on the A little bit aggressive. That's you are a angel. bit. He's got parking angel energy. Parking he does. angel energy. That's what we pray to the parking angels when we park our we cars. Yeah. yeah. I love the parking I, I make the kids get involved as well. Okay, kids, <laughs> pray to the parking angels. Uh, now, the other, the thing I'm most looking forward to tonight, can't wait to see Pete, can't wait to see Diesel, Dobbo. The thing that we have been talking about as we've been giving away spots to this Triple M Oztober Garage session, our mate over here, the four-time Olympic legend, Yes, she's been bothering us about it. She bothered the band about it. Will Living End play, play the song? Keep on running. If they don't play this, I'm just going to play it from my phone. And just then go stand near the speaker, just, and I'm going to get the auxiliary your phone cord. Up. Yeah, hold your phone up and I'm start raving it like this. Unplug the auxiliary cord and put it in my phone. Imagine like if the living in. Oh my god! My <laughs> god. Interrupted. Do it, Judge. Do it. Liesel taking Do command it. of the PA system. Being DJ and just be like, guys, shut up! I need to put my phone in. Attention, everyone! <laughs> Attention, everyone! They haven't played my song <laughs> because when you ask them. It wasn't an encouraging response. No. I'm odds on. I mean, <laughs> I'm literally two to one on favourite that that song's not getting run tonight. Well, um, they said they definitely might play it, and that's yeah. a no. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's a soft that's, no. That's, we don't really like that tune anymore. Mm-hmm. We never really <laughs> gravitated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I can't wait to plug my phone. Yeah, that's a, that's a, we wrote that song for a car ad, and now we don't like it. <laughs> and you're the only dork that likes it. Oh, uh, too good, got too you to good. Got buy Mitsubishi, though. Right, uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, until tomorrow, we will have a full review of the Triple M Oztober Garage session for you on the show tomorrow and whether or not the Living End decided to play Keep On Running for Liesl Jones, the Olympic legend. If you're off to Sir Paul McCartney, enjoy yourself. Let's hope the uh, the great man has stayed hydrated and can put on one hell of a show for us. Liesl Jones. Ciao for now. Dobbo. Farewell, my neighbours. We will see you tomorrow at 4pm. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo.